Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Terrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, March the 1st, 2023. So far, March is coming in like a lamb. The back door is open, it's sunny, and the puppies are running in and out at will. Actually, they pretty much do that every day. Just when the weather is off, I have to open and close the door. They're rotten. The Salem, Massachusetts witch trials begin in 1692. If anything, they could be a case study in hysteria and poor evidence standards. Pennsylvania becomes the first state to abolish slavery in 1780. Well, not completely. They banned the importation of slaves, and henceforth, any child born in the state would be free despite parentage. Without further law, the institution would have gone away in the next few decades. The plan was insightful. A gradual plan across the United States would have been preferable to the immediate emancipation route that we took. But neither plan was going to work with the Jim Crow laws and resentment felt in the South. How much of that can be attributed to the bloodletting in the South that was the Civil War could be debated. President Tyler signs a bill that authorizes the United States to annex Texas. Yellowstone National Park is established in 1872. The first Sherlock Holmes story is published in 1890. It's called A Study in Scarlet. Electrical engineer Nikola Tesla gives the first public demonstration of radio in 1893. Tesla gets far less credit than he deserves. Few disagree that he was a genius. That may have far exceeded the IQ of Einstein or Stephen Hawking. Edison was a paltry 140. But those numbers are estimates as modern tests were not available during their lives. Now before you get disappointed, an IQ of 130 or above is considered gifted, and 132 will put you in the top 1% of the population. I saw a listing the other day reporting the IQ of U.S. presidents. John Quincy Adams is at the top of the list with a reported 175. Jefferson is third. Kennedy, Clinton, and Carter round out the top five. Carter is reported to be 157. Last on the list, the current president at 115. Still well above the average of the U.S. population. 32 presidents would qualify for Mensa. In 1917, the Zimmerman Telegram is reprinted by newspapers across the U.S. after the U.S. government went published with an unencrypted version. And Zimmerman admitted it was genuine. In the communique, the German government was plotting for Mexico to side with Germany should the U.S. enter World War I. The idea of inciting a conflict between Mexico and the U.S. had been a German plot for several years and might have worked if Mexico had been in a reasonable military position, which they were not. Not all song covers are good. In 1928, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra record Old Man River from the musical Showboat. It was a jazzy version that featured Bing Crosby on vocals. While looking that one up, I found a version of the song by the Everly Brothers. It's not great either, and it sounds more like Roger Whittaker than the Kentucky Brothers. The first commercial FM radio station is licensed to Nashville, Tennessee in 1941. The new type transmission was assigned a band from 42 to 50 megahertz, well below the current band. The lower frequency propagated more like an AM signal and was creating some problems. World War II slowed implementation, then the higher band was proposed in the late 40s. 
That created an issue as there were thousands of receivers for the lower band and they were made obsolete. It will take another decade to recover. Roger Daltrey of The Who is 79 years old today. My favorite Who songs are Behind Blue Eyes and Pinball Wizard, both featuring Daltrey. Catherine Bach is 69. If you're not familiar with the name, she played Daisy Duke on the television series Dukes of Hazard. Actor and director Ron Howard is also 69. The very definition of a child star, his first credit was about the age of two. Howard seems to have weathered the turbulent Hollywood world unscathed. Uganda becomes self-governing in 1961, but despite the attempt at a Western democracy, they succumb to the pitfalls of a banana republic. Idi Amin will be the dictator for most of the 70s before he is disposed. The current president has been in office since 1986. The motion picture Titanic becomes the first film to gross more than $1 billion worldwide in 1998. That's history and comment. For the first day of March, I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.